wow, time really flies, at least for a minimum of six years, this young woman has come to the forefront and blossomed into such a wonderful woman. And adding to her accolades, she now is the Makeup Artist to the Stars, Urban Model Award Makeup Artist winner two years in a row, Ms. Jennifer Farlawa. Now, I may be pronouncing her last name wrong, so for the sake of respecting her, I'm just going to call her Jennifer. But for those of you who have graced her presence, know her work, can I tell you, this woman does her thing. Not only is she a fabulous makeup artist to the Hollywood stars and many people all over in many different states, she is a wife and a mother. And can I tell you, she makes it happen. So women, men, those who are curious, those who want to know, those who would like to know, as you're tuned in, and I say thank you to all my supporters as my switchboard is lit up, tonight you are in for a treat. And as I celebrate coming out of my show, this radio show God granted me with Empowering for All, I celebrate this Sunday two years on the air. God is good. So without further ado, I don't want to keep my lovely guest holding. She's gracious with her presence, and I'm going to get all the time I can with her before she has to go. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you Miss Jennifer, Makeup Artist to the Stars. Good evening, darling. How are you? Good evening. I am wonderful. Thank you for such a wonderful introduction. Wow. I feel like <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> well, darling, you are in your own essence of your presence. You I know are. that is right. I received that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking time um, to stop by, chat with us, and bring us up to date on all the wonderful things that is going on at Love Gen Makeup. Um, yes. Once again, I am just so happy. Um, for many of you who are listening and probably just tuning in now, Jen and I actually met many years ago on our past cross, and it was funny because at that time in our lives, we said to each other, we're going to do what we want to do. We have dreams, aspirations, and goals. And we're going to look yes. back on this time and celebrate because we're going to make it. And can I tell yes. you, ladies and gentlemen, we are celebrating in 2015. Yes. Yes. yes because we, we are. Do you what? remember that? Girl, we yes, made it. We made it. We made it. We made it. Yes. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> can I tell that you all? So we are funny. Keep the faith and never waver. It can happen for you, too. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. That was so many years ago. And when I look at how far God has brought me, oh, my goodness. I am so blessed. We are so blessed. Yes, yes, yes. You brought us a mighty long way, a mighty long way. Now, to you, Mm -hmm. when did you first? have the passion that you felt that was embedded in you that you said to yourself, I'm going to be this great makeup artist that people are going to know, and I'm going to grace the world with my work? Well, 
as a child, I was always doing hair, doing something to make women look and feel beautiful. So I knew that this is the industry that I would want to go into. So I actually went to cosmetology school at Atlanta Technical College and um, when I got out of high school. And um, I never really had the passion for hair, but I knew I wanted to be in the beauty industry. So I saw at, I don't know if you remember this paper called The Creative Loafing. It was, yeah. I don't even know if they still have it or not. I think they do, but I saw at, and it said, are you interested in being a makeup artist for movies and all this stuff? And I was like, ooh, this sounds great. And it was just a workshop for a few days. And I went, and um, it was, I mean, it just was a life-changing event for me. And um, the lady who um, who taught the workshop, I worked for her for six years. And so I gained all of my hands-on experience and training through her. And um, we went our separate ways, and I started uh, working for myself. And I signed a non-compete contract with her that I wasn't really aware of the power of those. And um, when I went on my own, I couldn't work for anybody that I worked with through her for three years. And at that time, we worked with Puffy, Kim Porter, um, all these big magazines in Atlanta, like um, the Atlanta Woman's Magazine and all these big-time photographers and all these people. I mean, it left me in a situation where I didn't know where I was going to work and who I was going to work for or work with because literally I've touched almost the whole Atlanta through her. So I had to branch off into a different field of work which was okay. I mean, I had to take a few steps back, but God positioned me in a place where I can grow without being underneath somebody else. So I started working in the urban model community, and I'm talking about within one year, my name was in magazines, and people were acknowledging me for stuff that I didn't get that recognition before through her because I was underneath her. You, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, so I was able to brand myself and grow from that. And um, that was hard, you know, because when you decide to leave, you know, a lot of people, even with entrepreneurs, when people are like, I'm going to just step away from working this nine to five because I, I want to work on an invention or a project or whatever, you know, whatever it is, that step to leave that, that comfort is hard, you know. But it's rewarding in the long run. Yes, it so, is. And yeah, having the passion, the determination, and the willpower, and most key components, ladies and gentlemen, that Jennifer has, as you heard her say, is faith, and she puts God first. Yes, and that, that is, is all. Yes, and so I, I mean, see where God has brought me. I could have never even, I never even envisioned this large at all. And I know that sounds crazy. I I mean, I was just really honestly, I know this is going to sound crazy. I just wanted to work at a makeup counter. 
at Mac or something. I just wanted to be good. I wanted my skill to be good enough to just work at Mac. And I know that sounds crazy, but God had a different plan for me, even greater than what I had for myself. So, I mean, I got out there and people just was, they were so receptive to me and people, and you know, they felt my energy and they just loved me. And so people just continued to use me and referred me to so many people. And the next thing I knew, I mean, I started working with celebrities and all these things on my own without being connected to somebody else. And then I was just like, wow, I would have never even thought I would be here, you know? And but you are. And that yes. is awesome. And now I have my awesome. own little studio. I have my own little Love Gen makeup studio. And just all these different things. I have a lash line. And God has just really blessed me. Now tell us about the lash line. I'm going to get to the studio in a minute because yeah, I'm a lash guru. So do I see another trip where I need to come out to Texas and no, well, it's not lash extensions. It's just the eyelash strips. It's the mink strip, which I'm reordering and restocking right now so that way I can start selling on my website. So I was selling about a year and a half ago, and the thing you have to be careful with, ladies and gentlemen, when you decide to do a purchase order overseas, you know, sometimes those people will send you anything. And I'm just the kind of person that I can't push products that I don't believe in. And somebody sent me a bad batch of lashes, and the quality was bad, not anything like where it would affect anybody. It was just the quality mm-hmm. was bad. But all of my investment went into that bad batch. So I had to go back and start finding a new vendor and, you know, new people that I could work with that would give me the quality. So I found somebody. So now there will be coming out very soon on the website. So I'm excited because that was a horror story in itself. But God is good, and he redeemed the situation. Wonderful. Well, you have a customer. Yes. I'm going to be ordering. I love and I will definitely think, yes, boo, I will definitely send you some. Yes, and I am elated because now I know with the makeup studio, that's the next thing I want you to tell us about. I've seen the photos. It's just beautiful. And Thank I, you. I'm going to have to come out and sit in and be fabulous Hollywood and get my makeup done for the day by you and get my lashes put on and step on out. You know, as a single woman, I, I'm entitled to do that. I'm going to do that soon. I work yes. a lot, but God has given me clearance at the end of this year uh, for different avenues and, and things are going to go on. So I'm happy about that as well. We know oh. we accept change, we embrace change, and yes. we thank God for change. So. I'm very, very happy about that. Well, yeah, that is awesome. The studio, Jennifer, okay, is located well, in what city? Yes, well, it is in Frisco, Texas, which is about 30 minutes north of Dallas, Texas, from the city, okay. from the actual city. And um, my husband and I, we relocated here from Atlanta. A lot of people know me for being in Atlanta, but I'm no longer there. 
we moved because we wanted more of a family environment and setting for our children. And we just wanted somewhere that was kind of um, uh, had a better educational system and just, you know, something that was more just family, you know, a, a more family and setting and environment. So, we had to leave Atlanta, which was hard for me because I built up all of my clientele base there. And when I lived in Atlanta, I did not need a location because I was always set somewhere. So mm-hmm. being in, in in Frisco and Dallas, it's not that same type of business going on where, you know, they're filming a lot of music videos and and movies and things of that nature. It's not as much going on as it was in Atlanta. So I felt the best thing for me to do is to have my own little location so that way people can come to me if they need any type of services. And so we found a perfect location in Frisco, and I just built a charming little Hollywood glam studio in there. And it is just so adorable. I mean, my sister-in-law and I, we um, we painted inside and stenciled and just had so much fun just to make it beautiful because I just wanted women to come in and feel beautiful. You know, I just wanted to create that environment so they felt glamorous before they even had their makeup done. Just felt like a place where they can come and, you know, lay back, be comfortable, and have a glass of wine and get your makeup done, you know, and feel beautiful. So I created Love Gen Makeup Studio for those purposes, and it's been going great. I mean, I've been getting so much love out here. I feel like I've been here for five years already. And that might just be the power of social media, because, mm-hmm. I mean, once people found out that I was here, they were ready to try me out. And I was so nervous. I was just like, oh, my God, nobody's going to come. Who am I going to do? And that's not even the case anymore. I mean, the case is really cannot even squeeze you in, you know. So God has just been blessing me. Wonderful. Just wonderful. Now, yeah. for those who are listening and saying, hey, you know, I'm going to be in Texas, or I'm a resident of Texas, or I have family in Texas, and I want them to make an appointment with Jen, do share with them. How can they do that? Well, they can log on to my site, and that's com, and they can book me on there. Or they can just simply book me on my email, which is lovegenmakeup at gmail.com. And for those who say, you know what, I want to follow Jen, I want to do it, who's stopping by, what's new on the roster, and what she's <laughs> adding to her makeup line, tell them for social media, how do they find you and locate you? Yes. So on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, it's Love Jen Makeup, L-O-V-E-J-E-N Makeup. And it's all the same on all the networks, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I haven't gotten on Snapchat. Are you on Snapchat? I have not gotten on Snapchat because I am one of those so non-media 
<laughs> savvy that I had to be coached to do Twitter. <laughs> I had to be told to get on Facebook. I don't know anything about Instagram. So I'm telling you, I am not social savvy, but I have no, to I know, I know. Listen, girl, we getting old, we getting old. No, I'm just playing. But I had to ask my son how to use Snapchat, and he's eight, and he can tell me, and I felt so embarrassed. But um, I'm not really officially on you. I don't want to tell nobody because I don't really know how to use it. <laughs> but that's what's popping right now. So. Uh, anybody shoot me an email on how to use my Snapchat, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> I'm telling that's you. That's what everybody is on now. We have to get it. We have to catch up on that. We we behind. <laughs> we do. See, and you're right. With, with us being more seasoned now, we got to stay in touch. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I love that. Yes, we're I, seasoned. <laughs> we are seasoned. Yes, ma'am. We're not always seasoned. We got good seasoning. Yes, we do. <laughs> oh, that wow. is my that is my mantra, my affirmation. I say to myself when I get up, and you know, some days I wake up. And for many of you who listen to my show, and Jen and I have discussed this briefly, you know, going into another season of my life, God has blessed me with just celebrating a birthday. And Jen, you did as well. Um, yes, I say to Happy yeah, birthday. I say to myself. And happy belated to you. Thank I you. I say to myself all the time, I still got a piece of my puzzle that hasn't, you know, connected <laughs> yet. But yeah. I wake up with the affirmation. It's not because I won't let the enemy put that in my spirit. Because a lot of times people will come and say, funny. oh, you're old. And, you know, I want an old woman. The devil is a lie. I am not that old. Right. I don't look old. I'm just <laughs> No, you don't. Exactly. <laughs> honey. Yes, and, uh, you know, I was told at one time, you know, listen, don't tell men your age, they're going to run. I said, devil, we're not starting with lies, because when you start with lies, you got to keep lying, and that's not a God. That's true. But you know what? I feel like this. If somebody can't accept you exactly how you are, then they're not the one. You know what I'm saying? And for all the men that's out there seeking, you know, all younger women, that's fine because you don't even want those, you know. Let them chase mm-hmm. whatever they chasing. And I wanted to say something. When you did my intro, you did say my last name a little wrong, but it doesn't matter because that, that last name doesn't even exist anymore because I am Jennifer Octavian. Because I met my wonderful husband on Twitter. <laughs> yes. And yes. And I tell women all the time when I'm doing their makeup, ladies, I know it's like, where do you meet a good man now a days, you know? And I know you can't really take anybody serious that you meet at a club or a lounge. It's kind of just like the wrong place. I, I don't know. Are you mingling with everybody at the club, like, you know, you don't you don't feel comfortable. So a lot of people are like, where do I meet guys at? You know, I've heard women say they don't want to meet a man at church because if it doesn't work out, then they feel like they have to find a new church home. I understand that. Same thing with the job, too. It's just, like, too risky to kind of play around with, you know, because then it's Most like if definitely. they don't work out, do I have to find a new job? But I met my man on Twitter, 
And I tell people all the time, it's nothing wrong with that. You know, a lot of people are skeptical, but it's just like, to me, it's just like meeting somebody that you would meet at the mall, you know. It's just like you never know what you're going to get because people aren't going to come out and say, yeah, well, I'm crazy and, you know, I have a drug problem, I have a drinking problem. They don't bring that to the forefront anyway. You have to kind of figure people out anyway. But what I liked about social media, I felt like, it was a little sneak peek into people's lives anyway. It's kind of like, oh, I can see what you're tweeting about. I can see who you're tweeting to. I can see who you're following. You know, it's kind of like mm-hmm. I can kind of figure you out without you saying anything. So I feel like that's kind of like a little window into somebody's life anyway, you know. But Yes, I would agree. I met him. I met him four years ago, and um, – we we got married last year, and, honey, I just feel so happy, and I feel so lucky. My man is so good to me and the children, and he's a man of God. And, I mean, ladies, if you're out there, or even gentlemen, if you're out there, don't be scared to date on social media. It's, give it a try if you never tried it, you know. I feel like try it. I mean, it worked for me, so I'm I'm happy. <laughs> then there you have it. As Jennifer just stated, everybody, it works for her. It means it could work for you. And Jennifer, I agree with you because lately, you know, I was one of those women. I was in that shell. Well, I'm not going to do that. You know, it's it's media. You know, I don't know if he's crazy. You know, like you said, yes. Just so many things run through your mind. And because we do live in a society now, you have to be a little bit more, you know, precarious um, of who you interact with. Someone may come across as one way and they have underlying motives, um, hidden agendas, hidden characteristics. We don't know who they are. And we see the horror stories. And ladies and gentlemen, those of you listening and those of you who will hear the show after it broadcasts as well, we see it every day on the news. She thought. And it turned yes. out not to be. Same thing with men. He thought, and it turned out not yes. to be. But what we have to and do you know in this business. Mm-hmm. I, I worked with somebody. Well, actually, it was somebody that you and I both worked with that I dated. Mm-hmm. And he was abusive to me. And so, mm-hmm. and I worked with him. I thought he was normal. I thought he was funny. I I worked Mm -hmm. around him for a while, and the perception that I had of him, he was a great guy, but that wasn't really what he was. So, you know, he was very abusive verbally, and then he put his hands on me and I to go. But, you know, that goes to show you, I met him at at the workplace. So I saw him every day, and, and I had a perception of him that he was a great guy. You know what I'm saying? So... Yes. It can happen. It can happen any kind of way. So I feel like, get, you know, open yourself up to another line of communication with people because you just never know, you know? Yeah, you really don't. And that's true, too, as well. Um, going through um, a similar scenario in my own life and really coming to a place where I thought, this is probably about four years ago, that this was the one but he ended up being so verbally abusive that I said, oh, yes. no. Oh, no, I have mm-hmm. to walk away from this. 
because I know what God has for me, this is not it. Yes, exactly. And a lot of times we are taken through those things not to chastise us, but it actually builds us and also allows us to be a testimony to help others. Yes. Exactly, because and so that's why I had to fearful. share that. Yeah, yes. many women are fearful to say, well, I don't know what somebody is saying or will people look at me different. But people don't look at you different because there's so many women, ladies and gentlemen, like you heard Jennifer say, many for clients even that come in and say, hey, I'm single. Uh, I feel within myself. I love myself. I accept myself and I respect myself, but I can't find that right guy. So we have yeah. to be patient, and we have to be open to different lines of communication. Um, allow yourself to relax uh, when you meet someone. And I used to be a victim of that. When you come out of being single for a while and you feel like you connect with somebody, you instantaneously kind of say, well, this is the one. That's a lesson, ladies. Don't do that. Because a lot of times yeah. it's just a journey for whatever reason that person has came into your life where you're still walking into your destiny with who you're going to be with. Yes. So that, that, that is key as well. And, Jennifer, that is just so awesome uh, for you to share that because, once again, women are meeting on the inside everywhere. And by listening yes. to your testimony that you found a wonderful man, and I'm going to say this because it's not a, a thing of race or prejudice because I don't have that in my blood. Um, but right. We we deal in a world right now where the stereotype and the overhead category of the crown that they wear, Afro-American men, is very hard. It's very, very hard. Um, You see it every day, news, you hear about it. It's not a good look. So we have to be affirmative enough and keep the faith in God where we say, I'm not going to judge. I'm just going to let God do what he needs to do and bring to me who he has for me and open to whatever ethnicity he is. But women, please don't frown away from your Afro-American men because as you hear Jennifer's testimony, her husband is Afro-American. So there's still some kings out there who want their queen. That's right. Yes, they do. And you know what, my husband, he um, he played in the NFL for the Cowboys for two and a half years or something like that. And I asked him recently, you know, what is that stigma uh, of black men who are successful not wanting their black women? You know, what is yes. that all about? Because you see a lot of them... And he was saying, this was what he said. He said it's not really the race thing. It was more so a lot of those guys went to colleges, you know, they got um, um, drafted or whatever, or um, what is the correct term, when um, they got scholarships into colleges that, um, you know, maybe a lot of black women weren't there. And a lot of them, you know, you're around somebody, and you're like my husband, he went to Nebraska. That's mm-hmm. the college that he played at. And so there were a handful of black women there, but not many. So at that point, he was dating white girls because that's pretty much who he was around. So he said what happens is a lot of his teammates and other players, 
they go away to these colleges and because we're not there, they end up falling in love with somebody of a different race, you know, and a lot of them just marry them, you know, once they get into the league in fear of, um, well, my husband said he wanted to find somebody before he got into the league because he didn't want to, you know, be serial dating and, you know, just all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he would want to still be a man of Christ and represent Christ the best way. So he wanted to really settle down and be in a relationship, which that didn't end up working. But, you know, that's what his excuse was for dating other side of your own culture. Yeah. Okay. Right. So it wasn't that oh, it, they hate black women or they feel like we're not good enough. That This is just what he said. It could be other people can have their own thing, but that's what he said was going on. And I could understand that to a certain degree, you know? Most definitely. But now we are living in such a, I, I say, precarious time because now mm-hmm. you have the rappers. You've got, you've got more than the athletes. You've got rappers. You've got men of all you know, jobs, stockbrokers, businessmen, mm-hmm, car salesmen, mm-hmm. janitors. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go there. You know, all categories. What else? They, oh, you know, I'm not gonna date an Afro-American woman. Okay, that's fine. But here's what we have to stop doing. We've allowed the enemy to come in and give that division, and that's what the enemy loves. Because if there is no right. united front, there's no standing for anything, and there's just race and destruction and everything. So we have to come together as individuals within ourselves and say whoever we fall in love with, we can't choose to turn somebody away because of the race. I I mean, I I 100% agree with you. I myself, I am biracial. My mother is um, African-American and my father is Italian, but I did not Mm -hmm. grow up with my father. I grew up with my mother. I don't I don't know my father. So everything about me is an African American woman. And I was born I was born in the early eighties and at that point you weren't allowed to put biracial. I don't think that happened until the early nineties where that became a choice. So if you were born of a black mother or anything of a black, you're black, you know? So right. my birth certificate, the way I grew up and how I was taught, I am an African-American woman, you know? And sometimes people get caught up on that light skin, dark skin stuff, that whole thing that happens within our own race in itself. But when it's all said and done, um, I am an African-American woman, not to discredit the other blood that runs through me, just uh, how I was raised and my perception on life and how life has treated me. This is who I am, you know? And the thing is, is, you know, I grew up in a home that was um, a single mother household. And I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I didn't know where a man's place was in the house. And that is scary in itself when you're dating and even when you're in a relationship, because you don't know the place of a man. So what I was doing in my relationships is that I would act like I was above him. And even in the Bible, God says, 
a man has a place, a woman has her place, and a child has theirs. So if you don't know what role to play, there's going to be a lot of conflict. And you hear a lot of times, you know, black women have this attitude, like we have this stigma of having this attitude and not going for things and this, that, and the third. And, you know, I think a lot of problems come from what we saw in our household, you know? So definitely. Yes. Yes. You have to kind of, it took, you know, there's a lot of women that suffer from this right now because they don't understand where their place is and nor does a man, you know? So sometimes Mm -hmm. in our household, you know, as African-American people, we've been stripped of so much. It's just, you know, it's kind of just like we have to rebuild and, and regain what God has promised us, you know, mm-hmm. and we have to know who we are as well and most, and know the role true. that you should play and know the role that you should play when it comes to the household, you know. So a lot of my yeah. relationships earlier on in my life did not work because I was trying to rule the household, and it's only because this is what I saw my mother do. I saw my mom you know, call all the shots. I saw her be the person that runs the house. There was no father there. So, you know, you do that to a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if you don't allow a man to have his place and be the man and be the head of the house, then who's, you know, that's not going to work. So, you know, a, a, lot, a lot of that has to do with, you know, knowing what God wants from you and your place as well. So, we and have that to start there first. And that's confirmation because I remember I went through probably about uh, two months ago because we're going into September now, and God having molded me <clears throat> and stripped me and carved me into the woman who called me to be, I had the same issues because that's what I yes. saw. My parents were together, but my father was yes. absent, if that makes sense. He was that man wow. that the daddy lady had was at home. So, he wow. was the type of father that he paid the bills, but I never saw him. So my mother was right. all I saw running the house. Right. Um, so I was a victim of that as well, coming in, being the head, the tail, and calling yes. all the shots. Well, God said yes. to me one day, I need for you to be submissive. Yeah. When I heard that, I said, submissive? I don't like that. Yeah. I, I didn't know his to. voice. <laughs> And I was like, you know, wait a minute. Now this is, but what it did was it helped me because then as I began to associate, I saw that this, I saw a better balance. Um, my last association um, that didn't go well, I didn't feel that it was me because it wasn't because I gave them the open door to say we're going to connect. Right. You're going to be the man, and this is your place. I'm going to be the woman, and mm-hmm. I'm in my place. And I even grew even more because I fought to keep my association together. But once upon a time, you know, you've got that Goliath. You've got the woman who's, I don't need you. Whatever. Yes. No. Yes. And, I said, and I said to myself, wow, Lord, I've grown even more. And that to me was just so awesome because, once again, it's a process. You can't, yes, make, it you can't make it to the final steps until you've been processed. And I said, yeah. oh, Lord, you are steady processing me, and it felt 
good. He really did. So I look forward, and I'm not bitter about it. Um, I actually, uh, I shared with them. I said, I forgive you because you know not what yes. you do. Exactly. That meant everything for me. Because, you know, we as women, a lot of times we have that, oh, whatever. <laughs> you know, we just get all, you know, in a disarray yes. and fault. And it's, it's his fault. It's his fault. And I even laid on the table, you know, my mis- miscomings and things that I didn't do right and asked, would you forgive me? Whether they do or not is never, is not really the issue because God does. But it showed exactly. me now I am really progressing myself to be connected to who he has for me because now I know exactly. my place. Exactly. Well, you know what? That just, that probably was, well, not probably, that's not the person that God wanted you to be with. That wasn't right. him. So, right. you know, you live, you learn, you move on. But it, sound, it sounded like you did everything right. So, you know, maybe it was that person, you know, maybe they fell short or maybe it wasn't their time, you know, but. Most definitely. Right. But, you know, the the important key was is that you knew what you had to do in order to make it successful. And so maybe now that person might have a a, a vision, a light bulb went off and say, hey, Maybe I need to do something differently. But for me, when when I met my husband, it was so easy for me to play that submissive role. And it was so easy for me to play that role. And I enjoy it. I love it. And it was just like when I knew that he was a man of God, I had no problem with letting that go. I put that chip off my shoulder. I kind of, I just relaxed because I've always had my guard up and my wall up so high. You know, I'm surprised he was even able to get in, you know. And right. at that point, I've, I had a son out of a, at a different relationship. And so I was... um. 29 when we met 28 or 29 and my son was three years old so I was just like "Ooh, this is going to be interesting you know for me to even allow somebody to come in at this point you know but I feel like this no matter how old you are how young you are when it's your time it's your time and I felt it. I felt like this is the one. I felt it. I dropped everybody. I lost some girlfriends over it and everything, mm-hmm. but it's fine because that happens. <laughs> so, and it was supposed I, to. <laughs> right. Bye-bye. But, you know, it was just exactly, you know what? He's like my best friend and we we have such a wonderful bond and relationship, and it's all because we started off with God first. You know, yes. we said for a long time that like, we weren't even going to sleep together, and we're both people who had children, you know, so it wasn't like we were virgins or anything like that. And we both said, let's, let's hold out, let's hold out. And um, we didn't quite make a whole year, but it was very close to it. And that's so hard because you're, you know, living in a world that you've already explored. So it's hard to 
not seek that or not want to, you know, do a worldly enjoyment. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. As of, but we refrained from a, for a long time and made sure that we loved each other for the right reasons because sometimes, you know, flesh is weak and you become in lust instead of in love, you know? And Most definitely. we wanted to know that there was a connection there, a spiritual one, you know, an emotional one, something attached other than just physical. So, you know, we're just we're just so happy and blessed. And I'm not trying to brag on us, but I'm just telling people that you can have that same feeling. You can you can experience that, and it's not too late, no matter how old you are. You know. Yes, and you have the right to brag. No, you brag, Jennifer. The reason why I say that, brag, because that's what my show, when God gave me this show, it embedded in my spirit, empowering for all. That is the overall concept of my show. People that I bring on, it's giving back, it's pouring into, it's enlightening people, lifting up people, and getting people testimony. And that's what you're doing today. And I thank God for oh, you coming oh. on and sharing and letting women know. Because you would be surprised how many times I get emails. Because a lot of times people are busy doing things, but because my shows, say people are able to air them after they air, they're consistently going. So people reach out to yes. me all the time. Wow, you know, this person blessed me. Wow, I didn't know this. Or oh, I've even got emails. I thought about suicide, but thank God for you and your guests and your show. Wow. Everything and God aligns everything for a reason that you yes, and I even does. took this route because it was felt in my spirit to take it there. And we talk about it because we never wow. know who's sitting there today saying, Well, I just want to give up because it's not going to happen. And you coming on the show and being in the enlightenment and sharing with us about your wonderful king and you being his queen means yes. everything. Yes. And it faith to know to trust God. You've got to trust Absolutely. him even when you don't yes. know how he's going to do it. Yes, and you've got will. to trust him, not in the realm of numbers, because even his vessels in the Bible, we had some as young as 15, we had one as old as 90, so it doesn't matter about the yes. age. It just no, matters it about in your season. It's already stamped in his book. When Jennifer's season will come, when your manager's season's going to come, whoever else's yes. season is there, and it's going to come. But we have to stay connected enough to shine on the devil and tell him, you can try all you want to, but I'm still going to stand and watch my father give me what I asked for. Yes. Yes, that yes, is everything. yes. So I just, I'm elated. I'm so happy that we had this time to fellowship and, and yes, talk with us and wonderful. call in on the holiday. And I'm telling you, I've got to bring you back. I've got to. Um, yes, you know, like, I would yes, love we gotta to do a come part back. Two. We've got to do a part two. Will you do that for me? <laughs> Absolutely. And I really want anybody who has any questions, whether it is about relationships, or even, you know, how to get started in the makeup industry or whatever it is, feel free to email me as well, you know, because I'm all about empowering women as well. I I mean, when I say it, I mean it. Somebody gave me a chance, so I love to feed into people because of what was fed into me, you know, and I had 
positive reinforcement from so many different mentors and people just leading me in the right direction. So I love to do that for other women. So if there's anything that I can do to help anybody, please feel free to reach out to me via email, lovegenmakeup at gmail, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. But anytime you want to have me on again, just let me know. I am so happy that I shared this time with you and catching up, girl. This felt so good. Yes, it did, and it's always right on time. We know how the mad man is work. Ladies and gentlemen, I never, ever say goodbye, but I always say to the next time. But before I let my wonderful guest go, I want her to share with us what can we look forward to next coming from Jennifer. What's coming up next for us? We've got the studio. We've got, you know, the king in the house. We've got the beautiful children. What else is next on the roster you haven't told us about? Well, there's nothing next except for the lash line recreating itself again, and that will be coming out very soon. But um, there's nothing. There's nothing really. Nothing else right now that I can think of. You know, God is working and moving, but nothing that I can just stamp my, you know, stamp it on paper and say this is happening as of right now. But just keep watching on my Instagram and anything new popping up, it will pop up there first. And um, I will be in Atlanta next weekend. And if anybody needs to book me, feel free to do that. And I also will be in Atlanta for the BET Hip Hop Music Awards. So if anybody needs my services, then just let me know. And anytime anybody is in the Dallas, Texas area, and need makeup, feel free to reach out to me also. Yes, feel free. And trust me, ladies and gentlemen, she will respond. She's busy, but she loves her (laughs) clients, and she acknowledges everybody. She makes time. She is that wonder woman. She does it all. Mm -hmm. Then hugs to you, my dear. Um, I look forward to definitely we have to do a part two. I I feel this in my spirit. We're just going to do what we call an empowerment for women in relationships. Would you agree to me we can do that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think that would be great. Um, You have a lot to pour it out to many women, um, even to myself as well, and and vice versa, me being on the flip side. Um, And I think, once again, our culture suffers from that because we need to unite and not disconnect. It means everything. Exactly. Exactly. There's so many times women are bleeding on the inside but have nobody to really talk to or don't have an outlet that they can understand what's going on. And that's yes. why you see when you turn on the news the suicide or the children are suffering because they're mistreating the kids. That's, kind of, that's something that we say, hey, let's make a difference and let them know. It doesn't have to go this route. It's okay. It can change. Right. Exactly. Definitely. Will you enjoy the rest of your evening, my dear? Kiss the children for me. I uh, sure tell Mr. Will. King, Mr. King, <laughs> that I said hello. <laughs> I made you. I will. King and Queen, Mr. and Mrs. Octavian. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for stopping by. I um, once again, I just love you. You're just a man. I love you too. Thank you so much for doing this for everybody. 
I love your show, and I respect you for everything that you do and all your empowering. Thank you. Now, I'm going to let you go, because usually what I do, I'm going to stay on the air, talk about a few more things that come in here and empowering for all. And ladies and gentlemen, once again, you've been tuning in, listening to my wonderful guest, Jennifer Octavian. Did I say that right, Jennifer? Yes, you did, honey. Yay! Mrs. Jennifer Octavian, uh, wonderful, wonderful woman, grounded in God, lovely uh, wife, mother, uh, makeup artist to Hollywood stars and many people around. Feel free, ladies and gentlemen, at all times to reach out to her, not just for makeup, but as you heard her say, for empowering yourself if you just want to be uplifted and you feel discouraged, reach out to her to be encouraged. It means everything. Until the next time, my darling. Good night, and we'll talk soon. Good night. Love you. Love you, too. Bye-bye, hon. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's been awesome here on Empowering for All. Such a great way for me to celebrate my two years on the air where God has blessed me with this show with such a wonderful guest and doing what I love to do best, fellowship in the name of Jesus. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to come back and tell you about some great things coming up here at Empowering for All. And God is steady, steady opening doors. Guests are agreeing to stop by. And it's just going to be a prosperous and continuous flow right here at Empowering for All. I'll be back in a moment.
Another sad song Nowhere in sight All I see is another past gone We moved on to losing teams And that hurts The way you look at it That's still teamwork Did the dream work? Nah, I'm still asleep Refuse to open my eyes To things I really need Refuse to swallow my pride That taste just ain't me You ain't by my side This just can't be Yolanda McTeer's radio show titled Empowering for All. And can I tell you, tonight's show has been empowering for us all. Celebrating 2015, two years on the air and Labor Day weekend, my phenomenal, fabulous guest, Urban Model Award winner, two years in a row. 2011-2012, wife, mother, lover of people, deposit her goodness into others, doing her makeup, has her own makeup studio, Hollywood makeup artist to the stars, adding to her love is going to be a new lash line. Miss Jennifer Octavian stopped by tonight. And can I tell you, If you missed her, you don't want to miss her, meaning every show that I air here at Empowering for All, you can tune in and listen even after I'm off the air. Yes, you can. And you can do that by tuning into blogtalkradio.com slash Empowerment, the number for all, or visit my website www.ymctierempowermentthenumber4all.com. I will repeat, www.ymctier, M-C-T as in tango, I-E-R, empowermentthenumber4all.com. 
follow me on Twitter at capital Y, capital M as in Mary, lowercase C, capital T as in Tango, I Evangelist, Yolanda McTeer. Instagram, Evangelist Y McTeer. As Jennifer and I talked about tonight, soon to be on Snapchat, my biggest love of social media and my most followers and interaction that I do is on Twitter. I'm a Twitter guru. And I thank God for all of you all that continuously support, listen to my shows, all my wonderful guests God has blessed me with, airing now over two years, that have stopped by and graced their presence, talking with me and being such a light, a bright light of sunshine to me and my guests. Hugs to you all and thank you. For upcoming guests, can I tell you, I am collaborating right now, connecting with some great people. Don't want to miss it. Stay tuned with me on social media because I've got some awesome, awesome, awesome guests stopping by. And God is just continuously doing what he said he would do. He said due to my obedience when he placed this show in my spirit that and God, you get the glory, would birth my show, open up doors that no man could shut. And can I tell you, I didn't come on the scene as a Hollywood star, but God has graced me with nothing but great people and even Hollywood guests. And God, I say to you today, on September 6th, as I say to you every day, thank you, Lord. For those of you who have bought my book, thank you. If you have not bought my book, you need to get your copy, ASAP. My book, my autobiography by me, is titled The Tragic Times of a Woman. It is available on Barnold & Noble, Amazon, and many other outlets. You can buy it directly from my website through the Barnold & Noble's link. Once again, my website, Empowerment the number four, all.com. For those of you who are enjoying your holiday weekend, be safe, be cautious, and be mindful of the people around you. I ask that God continues to put a covering over you and protect you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, wherever you go, wherever you travel. Tonight you've been listening to one of my favorite artists, R&B singer, songwriter, and producer. I started my show off with your star, because that's what my guest is. She's a star. At break, you were listening to Missing You. Tank has graced the R&B world with so many hits, I couldn't play them all. But today, his CD titled Stronger is a CD I've been playing uninterrupted for two weeks. That CD is so powerful and gives a deposit to me of nothing but goodness and to look forward to my future. It's awesome. And the two songs that I played already are from that CD. If you haven't got your copy, you need to get it. I'm looking forward. He and I follow each other on Twitter. I'm looking forward that I can get this man. I know he's busy, but he's going to grace empowering for all. Stop by. Tank, I look forward to having you on soon. I never end my show without prayer. Prayer changes everything. 
And even in the midst of me talking to you, being an empowering vessel to you, I am still flesh. Many times I do things that are wrong. But when I do those things that are wrong, I instantly go to the throne. And I kneel before God and I say, God, I apologize to you. You made me. You knew I would do what I do before I did it. But I'm grateful to you. I'm not where I used to be, but I'm uplifting you for where you're continuously taking me. So it doesn't matter if you get out of order. Nobody's going to be perfect. Nobody. But just remember, contact with ladies in a relationship, men in a relationship. It is for a reason. That reason may be to help you, just like I shared with Jennifer, my testimony, to allow you to see the growth where God is taking you, where he's preparing you for your mate. But embrace it. Don't be bitter about it. Be better about it. And if the person mistreated you or walked away from you and did you wrong, tell them whether you can tell them in their face, you have to leave a voicemail or a text. But let them know this. I forgive you because you know not what you do. The enemy loves to have you upset. Forgive them wholeheartedly within your spirit and move on. Because whatever is destined and ordained by God, no devil or imp can change it. If that individual is for you, the separation may lead you back together or the separation will take you to who he has for you to be connected to. But trust him and know all things work to the good for those who love the Lord. I'm closing my show tonight with Psalm 75, verse 1 through 10. Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. Unto thee do we give thanks. For that thy name is near thy wondrous works, declare. When I shall receive the congregation, I will judge uprightly. The earth and all the inhabitants thereof are dissolved. I bear up the pillars of it, the lie. I said unto the fools, deal not foolishly, and to the wicked, lift not up the horn. Lift not up your horn on high, speak not with a stiff neck. For promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south, but God. Oh, yes. Psalm 75, verse 7. This is mine right here. But God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. For in the land of the Lord there is a cup, and the wine is red. It is full of mixture, and he pours out of the same. But the dregs thereof, all the wicked of the earth, shall wring them out and drink them. But I will declare forever, I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. All the horns of the wicked also will I cut off, but the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. That was Psalm 75, verse 1 through 10. I highlighted and zoomed in on verse 7. Whatever you do, Get off the exit ramp of destruction and get onto the ramp of righteousness. Keep God first. Forgive others for doing you wrong. Love 
is the key. Forgiving is the component. Love and forgiving will give you grace because God's grace is sufficient. Until next time, here in Empowering for All, I never say goodbye, but I always say goodnight. May grace abound you. The spirit of the Lord dwell about you. His angels encamp over you. With love and from my heart, I say thank you and good night here at Empowering for All. It's so wonderful, eat up if you're able. One hundred, give another real me, even if it kills me. One hundred, I never told you lies until I fell in love with you. Oh, I made up in my mind it was just a project. Now I feel like such a phony Like I'm not your homie Cause if I was, I'd keep it real And now you say you wanna know me Really wanna know me But after this we gon' see how you feel You know